one. All right, everybody, welcome to the fourth. Actually, it should be fifth now at this point. No, 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 actually, it's still fourth. Welcome to the fourth week, everybody. There we go. If I, if I can't crunch the numbers at this point, it's because I'm at a severe lack of sleep, but it's not as a severe lack of sleep as one of our featured guests. First off, I would like to men I would like to uh, mention that it's a it's a bit of a my, it's a bit of subdivided attention for me, unfortunately, because of the uh, because of my adult like responsibilities. But I will definitely uh, be focusing on you guys first. So, without further ado, I'd like to m welcome my first guest, who to me has been like a shiny Pokemon. Because it's so hard to catch them at the right time. But they're finally here. Please welcome Cypher from the art team. Yes, I'm a shiny Pokemon. <laughs> Thank you. Welcome aboard. And <laughs> for reasons um, that I won't go into detail at the moment. I, I can go into detail. <laughs> you can definitely go into detail. and But... My my other guest has been <laughs> definitely cheated out of a proper podcast and is now back for a rerun. Please welcome WFP's MVP, Mold. Glad to be back. Yeah, for, well, first off... Uh, my first off, stories uh, will be recorded. Just, yeah, just, absolutely. Just... <laughs> you, you will definitely be recorded this time, yeah. So, so yeah, Mold, how you how you been since our last encounter? How does it feel to be back for the revenge round? I thought the revenge round wouldn't be for a while, so I'm excited to be here so early. But I'm not sure if a lot enough things have happened to make an exciting story between now and then. No, I think I think a lot of things we'll have, have happened. I Quite you, interesting. I, should, I think you should thank me for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thank you so much for allowing me the opportunity to have my rerun episode. It's all right, Bolt. Everyone loves you. <laughs> yes, we all love you, and that's why we're here listening. And this podcast, <laughs> Out of Mora, TM, trademark. So, yeah, no, definitely a lot of things have happened since you've last come here. Like, for example, one one thing that was quite interesting that took place was the OC event. Um, did you did you guys take part? Or are you are you at well, liberty to disclose that? I helped a lot of people. Oh, um, yeah? But I'll let talk first if she'd like to. We do with art, nothing else. Uh, but Mold, she drew like <laughs> I have of seven of OCs. Seven OCs? <laughs> More than nine, but two of them I didn't do the splash art for. Um, someone contacted me even before the event started. But not that much, like a day or so. I was just like, hey, I have an inkling of what's about to go on down here. Can I guarantee your help? And I was like, absolutely. And I ended up nice. doing yeah, so I ended up doing a bunch of skill icons, which is something I've never done before, actually, but I think they came out well. Um, and then you did it, more? I'm planning on offering my help of, as much, or even participating, but um, I got really fired up by helping so many people. I saw people in the chat saying, like, oh, I have a cool OC idea, but I'm not sure if I'll be able to draw. And I was like, oh, you're not sure if you're going to be able to draw? Well, it'd be pretty sad if you, like, had this cool idea, but, like, didn't have any art for it at all, or just had to use a pie curve. So I'll help. Mostly because I saw someone saying, um, I'm not very good at drawing men, but I have a cool idea for a male OC. And I was like, I'm good at drawing men. Let me draw it. And then I ended up not drawing any men, actually. 
That's fine, though. Hmm, okay. That's interesting. I offered in the chat, and a couple people, not a couple, a bunch of people did DM me. And I, don't know, I thought it was good practice for me, too, having to draw a bunch of characters with, like, a good, solid visual idea of what they look like or anything. Because I usually draw fan art or my own original characters, both of which I already know what they look like. But for other people who are sending me their stuff, it would be something like, hey, can you make it look like this video game character, but, like, as a child with this kind of hair color and then this accessory or something that's just like, I don't know, some people walk up and be like, I have no idea what I want. Um, draw me your character. And I'm like, oh, you have no idea? Uh, <laughs> so I would always have, also have to learn about like what their personality was like. Some people wouldn't even tell me the element of their character at first, which I understand because I get the big OC thing. I'm not like, I wasn't in the OC group chat behind the scenes or whatever. I don't know. Okay, I so had a lot, and one person even paid me. Oh, really? So wow! Shout out to that person, over that. Mm -hmm. whoever that person, that person is my favorite. You know the one with the like the one that started the Tataragami thing. That one was my favorite. Which one was that? Um, I forgot the name, but Moldrew the character, and she's so cool. Yeah, for sure. Though honestly, at this point, it doesn't nail, it doesn't nail it down too much because Mold did probably half the characters <laughs> as far as I'm, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm yeah. listening. I think I did honestly. Like one of them, I designed the character, and that was a lot of fun too. Actually, because I haven't done like I designed like a reference sheet because the person wanted to draw the character themselves, um, and I was really excited about that actually because I got really attached to the design that I made. And I was like, dang, this looks really good. Uh, I should do this more often, and it was really fun. Also, like looking forward to seeing what um what kind of kit and, like, the lore and everything that I had to do with the character after I drew them. Uh, they did introduce in the OC event where, it's like, you couldn't vote for a character that you helped make. And I was like, oh, that, that limits me to, like, truly half of them. But it's all right. I made it work. No, fair yeah. enough, fair enough. And, uh, Cypher, do you have any experience with drawing, like, this, this sort of OC or these sorts of events? Um, I did. I participate in the 30k OC event and got the second prize in art. Oh, wow. Ama the first was obviously Coast Cat. That's really good, actually. <laughs> so you're done. You're like, yep, that's, you know, I don't need to prove anything else. This is, this is it. Uh, the thing is, the rest were like, the rest you had to do more stuff like TC, so I did not in 50k, I was just not chosen, and it was bad timing. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah. It's it's kind of, you know, I, I kind of view this moment as a miracle moment, because we have people from two different time zones, both of which are different from mine, oh, and that's the, and that was your OC from before? No, oh, the one molded, the one I oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I drew that character, yeah. Colum okay, so Columbina. I, I always want. I, I just want to say Columbia. <laughs> Let me find mine. It's pretty old artwork, so. Yeah, it's it. That's that's super cool. Yeah, you guys really put. So you know, from my understanding of of the OC event, right? I, th I just thought I didn't even know that there were so many elements needed, um, for 
this event. Wow, that looks fantastic. I can see. I'm surprised. You, you know, first place must have been super amazing. If this, if this only got second place. The, for, wow. the first place was um, Postcan. She also got first place overall. I see, I see. Yeah, because you guys really, like, all of you who participated in the OC competition, uh, a round of applause to you, a standing ovation even, because it gets super detailed. I didn't expect it to be on the caliber of which you guys delivered, which is a lot. It's not only the art, it's not about the lore, but it's like balancing out the statistics, you know, any sort of extensions, thinking about the patch and everything else, the algorithms that take place. It's also, it's, it, it's as if you really are like trying to pitch something for me, Hoyo. That's what kind of impresses me. You, would you like, have you, would you think of actually sending your OC to me, Hoyo? Like, do you think they would look at it and go, huh? I mean, I do have another OC design I'm proud of, but that was kind of secret for now. Secret between the art team. I, I see. Interesting. <laughs> we need to know about. Very interesting. Well, you heard it here, folks. A first. Well, maybe you guys in the art team didn't already know about it and are not at liberty <laughs> to say, but... I guess we'll be seeing more of that soon. I guess I guess you'll be coming back on, Cypher, because I'm going to have a lot of questions for you. <laughs> You're going to have a lot to answer for. Which is... Nothing too, nothing too secretive, okay? All right, fair enough, fair enough. My lips are sealed for now. You'll have to oh, wait till... Oh, you're in on it, too. Oh, yeah, I mean, I am on the art team. <laughs> Interesting. You're both going to have to come back. Mm-hmm. So, okay, that's pretty. That's pretty cool. So, when, so what's the so, wh what were your ex? I, I guess I want to ask about the OC event because that's kind of like the first thing, and we're kind of nearing. You know, poor poor Beaky right has to kind of go over everything and read up about the lore, about the balancing, and then about the and about everything else. So, when so when you guys went into the competition and you came in with, I'm, I suppose, an artist mindset, right? Did you have to do things like outside of art that you you didn't think you needed to do? And what was that like? Kind of just realizing, oh, you know, it's more than that. Now I gotta, you know, take the story into account. Or more, uh, maybe I need to write the story. I'll start with you, Mold. When I was making my OC, I forgot that it had to be related to Inazuma for this event, and I just had some random stuff in there. I think um, I know which one's yours. Love myself. I did leave some clues in the in the document, but uh, anyway, um, yeah, there's a lot more that I thought I had to do than necessary when I was thinking about um, the one other person I helped by doing skill icons for. Like I said, I haven't done skill icons before, so that was a new experience for me. Um, I also they were also talking about doing the food and the signature weapon and the artifact, and I was like, wow, I I think I'd be really bad at this. I don't have time for that either, so I just won't do it. Uh, that is probably on the menu for the future, though. So I'm... Um, when I was designing one of the other characters, I ended up designing the weapon for them, too, because I thought it would look just interesting. The, the pose they were in kind of seemed like there should be a weapon in their hand. So I ended up making something up for that. And I've learned that I'm really not that great at drawing weapons, so I should just 
take the PNGs from the game and draw over them instead. No one will know if I can like, turn it purple Relatable. It's like yeah, for sure. If, if I, listen, if I could draw, that's is... not... <laughs> oh, you're saying? I, I was just oh, yeah, saying, if I, if I, if well I could draw, but... I would do that. <laughs> yeah, it's Discord. It's not perfect, as you were saying. Okay, uh, drawing food was also a pain. I thought it would be fun to have like the special meal, and then I ended up being like, "Wow, I hate drawing food. Um, this sucks. I'm just gonna edit the original type of food." And that worked out really well, actually. So I think I could, if you want me to draw food for your OC for any future events. Um, just provide me the original one, and I'll make it really big. And she, you'll understand. <laughs> she's getting stronger. Somebody stop her. Just remember, I haven't had anything to eat. Oh, no. Oh, you were betrayed. Uh -oh. <laughs> yeah. I was laying in bed, waiting for breakfast, and then I fell asleep. Never had breakfast. <laughs> Yeah, I was I was in a bit of a panic because I was like I was going like, hey Cipher, you're good for this round, right? Cipher, Cipher, please. But thank goodness she woke up in the nick of time and managed to tell me I was betrayed. <laughs> <laughs> so that that was the thing. And and are you the sort of person that can't work on an empty stomach? Not really. So regardless, you can just kind of get going if needed to. Yeah. Man, that's some dedication. I don't think I could... I'd have to pause for a bit and go, wait a second. Why am I feeling I, hungry? I mean, I skip breakfast a lot. Yeah, so, yeah that's, that's fair enough. How about lunch, though? I do have lunch. Oh, okay. Have you, like, is that something you had now, or is that something you're going to have after? Later. All right, fair enough. So, what was your OC experience like when you first did it? Wow, I have no creativity. Really? That's the... <laughs> I, I, it, it, yeah, no, I kind of get it. It's You sit there and you're like, I'm going to do this. And then you're kind of like, wait, how do I do this? Right, that's kind of how I... So how did you work through that? Like, how did you get over that sort of like, ah, I don't have any creativity. Hmm. I'm stuck here. What do I do? Hmm. Um, I, I did manage to write um, a small backstory, like a summary... But I did no numbers. I just can't. And yep. and since it was so last minute, I just went random bullshit go for the design. Oh, I see. And it well, you mean the pic, You mean the 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 art that you drew? Yeah. Really? Because it to to me when when I look at the thing, it, it looks good. Like it doesn't. Like, it doesn't scream ran random BS go, you know, sort of thing. It looks like, you know, there's a sto there's a clear-cut story behind it. She looks she looks like she could be an aristocrat. She's got the Geo uh, vision as sort of a, a, so a sort of like a necklace or maybe a brooch. Um, and it, it, it screams a story. So whatever you did, well done. <laughs> because well, you, you... he's supposed to be a night captain, so... But there you go. I, I don't think it's so much random BS go. It's you, you have something. Because, yeah, definitely. And it, it looks pretty good. But yeah, one of the... I, I guess one of the things you definitely struggle with with this is, of course, you're, you, you aren't... For those who can do it, you know, it's amazing that you can do every aspect of, 
of writing an OSC when it comes to even the algorithms themselves, character balancing, and and everything of that sort. You know, it's definitely something that's uh, that's quite awesome. But I but I can understand that uh, you know not everyone is perfect in regards to that. So you know, props to you for essentially going that mile as an artist and not someone who's completely familiar. Like to be honest, myself, I'm not too much in the meta. I don't know how you guys play. You know, when you're when you're picking out your artifacts and you're and you're you're looking at the score, you know, going like, oh, this is gonna be the next game changer. Oh, this is gonna be bad, or or oh, this is going to, uh, you know, this is going to affect the meta. Is that is that how you guys approach the game, or do you just kind of you know play for the the husbandos waifus? I approach the game like that. I play for both husbandos and still min max stuff. Yeah, I want my characters to be well. I want my favorite characters to be strong. Every time I go with someone, they always compliment me on how well built my razor is. And I'm like, yes, mm. this is the deserve. I wonder if you're so hard on building razor. him. Really? That's crazy. I wouldn't have thought. My razor is very well built. Well. Oh, your razor hits so hard. That's crazy. I'm like, yeah, I spoiled him to death. Because he gets all the best artifacts. He gets everything. Yeah, my razor is also amazing. Well, that's a, there we go. That's at least until Yula was released. She stole all of his artifacts. Ooh. Yeah, I used to pull for Yula because I was like, you need to tell me some other, some ice-flavored tramp with her thigh meat out is going to try and distract <laughs> me from my son not on my watch and full skip her banner. Oh, also, I would like to mention that for 30k, there, like, there wasn't much, like, any requirements on what she could submit or any guidelines. The people did whatever they could. I don't think I anybody see. like. I don't think anybody sent in stuff like best in slot gu guides like they do now. Yeah, it's crazy because I, you know, I, me coming in, I kind of look at it from an outsider's perspective, and I'm just like, wow, like you guys go hard, and it felt a little bit intimidating too because I I felt like I knew absolutely nothing, despite actually not knowing absolutely anything <laughs> so you know it's kind of you know i funnily enough i did have my own ideas for oc but uh <laughs> they they were they were more the 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 intentions were i'll put it this way they were more nefarious than they were set out to be so i i decided not to pursue that lest i be charged with anything suspicious <laughs> it's not now it's not anything illegal it's just it's just dancing around uh, expectations. So, just to clarify that, by the way, if you know, you know. If you don't, we can have a talk later. <laughs> so, <laughs> if cool. you're good at writing, you could use like um, Picru or something for the art one. There was also a category for best Picru uh, pictures. Also, the voting was also very different. Um, it was mostly based on community votes and like. Kosekan won by a land mile. Mm, they, yeah, that... like, all Kosekan did was some really pretty artwork and some like some short descriptions of skills. That's it. Got it. Got it. Got it. The requirements yeah. like weren't a lot back then. Yeah, it's. It, 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 I guess these things kind of evolved too, right? Like you guys have. You, you know, you two as individuals probably definitely come a long way since, you know, the 30K or even before that. So the whole thing's kind of evolved. And now that we kind of 
you know, we're standing on our feet a bit more. We kind of have a uh, a more uh, aligned outlook as well as a clearer picture of what we want to do. So I guess the contest itself has evolved, you know, which is a good thing. But, yeah, I, you know, for – yeah, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I really like seeing how – I mean, I, I've – the first event I ever participated in was 50K, so I wasn't in the 30K event at all. But I do like seeing how event team puts an effort to make like the OC event cool and unique at each milestone. I think it's the third one I've seen now, the 50K, uh, 100K, and now 150K. Um, I think it's just really interesting seeing how, um, how it's changed over time and how they've changed the guidelines and tried to t tweak with it and play with it. So it's not like the same event over and over again. Now, I think that's cool. I always like reading over those he's not the theory crafting though i don't understand any of it from ioc um i ended up just looking at three people's stats on the wiki and then averaging them so it would be reasonable yeah same i, I really do like enjoy looking at other people's lore and kits and they're very nicely laid out documents or less nicely laid out documents that's okay too not everyone can be me <laughs> fair enough fair enough so now that i have two members of the art team here i can finally kind of ask about you know the team and everybody what's it like on the inside because i know you know i'm staff myself you know and people look at that tag and acknowledge it but what they don't know is that we're fairly kind of kept to our own little corners and when we when we all meet in the middle it's it's within other uh channels so you know art team has their own thing media office currently i don't know what's happening <laughs> i think everyone can media go into that which is like, not you know, I think it oh yeah, not, not anymore. Yeah, for sure. But that was, kind of, it was kind of interesting because I felt like I was working in, in a glass cubicle, which is odd because I've seen <laughs> those before. Like it's, it's kind of like it, funny story. Like one, um, one, you know, at my school, one of my, uh, one of our counselors used to have a glass, like a glass cubicle where everyone could see him working. So it was kind of like going to That's the stressful. zoo every day. It, yeah, it must be. Uh, I won't go into exactly why that why the case is, but it was much warranted at the time. So, <laughs> but but in any case, what go what goes on in art team, how, and how do you guys sort of you know organize who does what, who draws this? Is it more of like a oh I'll do it sort of thing, or is it like a hey you do it sort of thing? Oh, I'll do it like on a volunteer basis. Um, art yeah. team really okay. Like, event team comes in requesting something like, this is up for this, and the art team, like, someone from the art team agrees, something like that. Okay. So do you, do you kind of, do you see it as sort of like a super chill, that's like, who wants to do it, and then y'all kind of look at each other until someone goes, yeah. oh, fine, I'll do it. Or is it more like a, oh, me, 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 sort of thing? Like, you're all kind of, you know, oh, in, in a sense. I'll do it. Okay. Someone just hops in if they're available. I think uh, I my contribution to art team was um, we try and post birthday arts on the Wong Shun Funeral Parlor Twitter. So I ended up making a spreadsheet for it, and then they made a separate spreadsheet that was almost the same thing, but we use that one now. Which is like, cool, great. All and then uh, people and what I do is I go in there and be like, hey, did someone, someone signed up for this, this character? Their birthday is in three days. Do we have anything for that? And then nobody says anything for three days, and we don't post art for the character. So that's how it's going. Yeah. I guess people are busy nowadays. I know I am. Yeah, totally yeah, it's... understandable. Like, the school started up again, and a lot of people have their lives to yeah. get back to. And also, Genshin characters are really hard to draw because their clothing is so detailed. 
for every right. character that I had to draw, I would like draw a normal person outfit, and then I would add like three layers of bullshit. Am I allowed to say that? Am I allowed to swear in your podcast? Um, you know like, what? I I think <laughs> I think that you know it's it's kind it you know it's a little bit discouraged in a sense but you know if you gotta express it you gotta express it i think everyone listening is kind of mature enough to 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 kind of feel that mm-hmm. yeah i think it's fine once in a while not too much yeah it's i mean look, look, listen we're, I'll refrain we're from all, going overboard of course we're all mature here right it's not like you're gonna go oh my gosh what did you say maybe. you know it's sort of sort of that thing that's a maybe generally i i'd say if you can avoid it avoid it but you know if it if it slips out it's whatever i think every one of you <laughs> guys you're not all 29 of you aren't snitches are you and people listening <laughs> yeah, don't oh, tell are me. you a snitch you don't want to be a snitch i'll get into <laughs> I'll, I'll do a whole me. Yeah. Your favorite frog icon person if something can go farther. If you snitch, there will be no more frogs. Oh no, no. Especially we to all our, love our right? Right, right, guys. But yeah, <laughs> in, in any case, um, so so Cipher, I'm quite interested in uh in your in your story here, and uh, so how did you kind of first get started? as an artist like when did you just go like i'm good at this i could do it or i or like let's try it out and see what happens you know Hmm. well i did draw on paper for a while people told me i'm talented but as a child you didn't really care about that stuff then one day i just like i discovered digital art and i saw these artists like in speed speed paints they just drew the liner so flawlessly, so easily, and I, as a, a genius child, thought it was automatic, so I got interested. <laughs> then I tried it out. I'm disappointed, but it was still so much le- like less messier than traditional art, and I'm clumsy, so I still so I stuck with it. And I guess that's how it went. I really draw anyway. Like, really. I mean, like, maybe once per two months or something. So when you were looking at, like, the the speedrun videos and everything, thinking it's like, oh, God, it, it, oh, it's automatic, right? It sh- sh- some of the stuff should be fine. But, like, how did you... So what... what so you first noticed that, okay, there, there's a... There, it's definitely not what I expected in regards to that, right? It's it's a bit more of a complicated process. What do you think was the most complicated factor in the whole thing? Like, kind of just going from paper, perhaps, to, to kind of digital drawing? Did you just go, oh my god, I'm really gonna have to dig deep and learn how to do this? Um, on paper, you're limited to a few colors, but in digital art, your options are kind of, like, too much. So you have to know what kind of colors to pick and I still don't know how to shade or shade well, so. Oh yeah, shading is one of the things in art that I've come to realize. Talking to artists, it's one it's one of the most difficult things, and it's kind of like hell. I I don't know. Do you feel the same about that mold? I kind of like it, but I've only kind of recently figured out how I like shading skin. So like. 
whenever the skin shade, I even if it's just a sketch, I start coloring all the skin immediately and then being like, wait, this is just the sketch. I don't even know if I'm going to use this final pose. But yeah, clothing, it, shading clothing is the bane of my existence, actually. I still haven't figured out like a good solid way to do it. Cause I usually shade clothing the same way as skin, which is like, all right, I guess. But I don't know. It lacks the same um, kind of like loose feeling that clothes usually have. I'm also not good at drawing clothing, like when it's like, wrinkling or rippling in the wind or whatever it is that clothes do when they're on people. I've bookmarked a lot of references and saved a lot of like other art that I really like how they do the clothing and I like study it and try to get down what they're doing. Um, hasn't worked out for me yet. Has not worked out yet super well for me, but it's it's a work in progress. Yeah, fair enough. Definitely, I think that it's it. You know, the whole thing. It it, it screams to me like you, you. It's it doesn't stop. You know, at at just merely looking like oh, you know, the light source is over here, or maybe like you got several light sources. Where does the 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 little like dark thing called a shadow go it, it it goes down to the actual material in which the light is reflecting off of which kind of you know blows my mind a little bit because you said oh I, I figured out how to do it on skin i'm like yeah of course because it's like you know if you treat skin like glass it's not going to have the exact same effect right yeah sure kind of yeah, like so cooking where you like, um, when you watch the videos, they seem so easy, but then you try doing your them yourself, and it's like, you know, yeah. Yeah, what the it's heck, terrible. right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I really like watching other people's speed paints, especially like artists whose style I really enjoy. Like, I love seeing other people's process. Like, for me, what I usually do is I draw like a sketch and then line the sketch and then color it from there. I'm always, so like people who like, block out shapes originally and then start rendering it narrowing it down and adding more details and stuff i think that's so incredible to me because i don't like it's, i have the opposite kind of process where i draw lines and then color them in first but yeah, yeah. art master i must master all forms of coloring or something like that i don't know the color bender to me because i'm not very good at drawing straight lines <laughs> i right, also don't line at first and then i have no idea how to shade even though I look at, like, speed paints a lot, I still don't know how to shade. You can imagine it, but still don't know how to do it. Yeah, it's it, it's it's a bit of a mental exercise, isn't it? And also, I was going to say, you can't draw a straight line. <laughs> on the weekends, I can't even walk on a straight line. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, but yeah, in any case, the it, it's a... Yeah, it's quite... I imagine it to be quite... How, how do I put this? Imagination intensive because you kind of have to visualize exactly what your final product's going to look like and keep it consistent. And I don't even think I have the mental capacity for that. You know, it's <laughs> it's oh god, now I can't even. Uh, something distracting is happening in chat, but uh, in, in any case, yeah, it's quite it, it's quite an interesting phenomenon. So what what are the so you said okay, you kind of start with the line art. Right, but you kind of mention it as if it's like okay, people have other ways to to s sort of start, or or, or kind of uh, 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 you know begin the foundation on. It, are there any so other sorts of methods besides starting with the line art that that usually you know start you you start your drawing in, or is line art traditionally kind of how it begins? Cipher. Hmm. I um I sketch first, then line art. Then move on to coloring. 
Okay. But there are people who like yes. who do both kind of like in painting okay. you paint and also line art at the same time and some people do it at the end but I but that's pretty rare I think. Okay. And and what do you find uh advantageous about this process that you've kind of made? Well, you can just color the layer under the line art and it'll not spill on the line art. Easy. Okay. Simple. Okay. Clean. And are there any like downsides to, to this kind of process? Like, I don't know, time or, or maybe like concentration? Hmm. I have no idea. Because I, because I never tried anything else. Yeah, that that's definitely it. Do you, do you vibe with that sort of pipeline mold, or is that like, or for you is it? Yeah, like I do that same thing. Um, it's super easy for me to just like color under the lines and then go back and color the line art specifically if I need to. In a recent piece I did, I experimented with something called overpainting, which is basically like when you're done coloring under the line art, you go to a layer, make a layer on top of it and like paint the um, paint over it basically, so your art looks nice and lineless. It's really difficult. Um, really time consuming. It looked great. Like the final result, I was like, wow, I should do this more often. I didn't know I could like do something like that. But it is a bit of a pain to like go over all of the art and like try and draw like a shadow there and then blend it out and then do all this other stuff on the clothes and the skin and hair and all. But it's definitely something I want to experiment with more since the final results were so good. And if I have the time to so keep doing stuff like that. Okay, so the, it kind of seems like, you know, you all kind of converge into one sort of pipeline that works, or I suppose, but do you do you feel like that sort of changes with uh, how well you know your tools, or do you think it kind of changes with how skilled you are, like, you know, maybe I can get away with doing this more, or sort of, you know, put two processes together um, to save more time, like... Do you do you sort of, have you kind of reached that stage where you realize oh you know the reason why I can do this more is because now I'm very good at filling in lines or like you know drawing lines in one go uh, mold. For me, I think it has to be tools. Um, there's just some shortcuts and stuff that I've found out through, for example, I use Clip Studio Paint. I've looked up a bunch of like tips and tricks and all those other little things that they have because Clip Studio Paint is like a real big program. They have a lot of options and effects and stuff that I had. When I switched from Metabang Paint on my phone to Clip Studio Paint on my tablet, there were so many options that I've like never seen before, like adjustment layers, which are in Photoshop, so I should have known about that. Uh, and like gradient maps and all these other things, all of which were in Photoshop. I didn't use Photoshop to draw, actually, so it doesn't matter. Um, and most importantly, Clip Studio Paint lets you download um, your own brushes from their assets shop. Most of them are for free. Some people sell them for like a couple bucks or something. And I just found that really useful and um, saves a lot of time. For example, my favorite thing is like this lasso tool that um, if you set the line art layer to like, oh, what's the word? A reference layer, you can use the lasso tool to draw around your line art and it like detects automatically colors it in for you, which is great because it's a big pain to, um, I don't know, just color everything in. I don't do very neat or organized line art and I usually use like brushes that are like fuzzy on the edges. So it doesn't, if I use the fill tool to try to fill it in, it usually like does the whole thing or like doesn't fully um, fill under the line art or anything. Mm, so having like shortcuts, like using that lasso tool to fill stuff in with like 90% accuracy saves me a lot of time. 
Mm, and and do you find the same like do you vibe with that same uh sort of process uh, cipher or is it like a bit of a different story for you? I also went from Medibank to Clip Studio Paint, both on PC. I got really familiar with Medibank, but so it was really daunting to go to Clip Studio Paint, but I did it anyway. Like and I'm and I'm glad for that because Clip Clip Studio Paint suits me a lot more. It just feels a lot more natural, and they kind of started drawing better there. I don't know how it happened. Okay. Inter yeah, interesting. Uh, yeah, I guess the software really does, or, or, or knowing the software really does, it does matter. And y y I can kind of make an allusion to this. You know, I may not, uh, I may not do, uh, I may not do the uh, um, the art myself, but I'm familiar with those sorts of processes. And I think, you know, people who do video editing will understand that. People who 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 do uh, music software will understand that. It's the shortcuts, in my opinion, like re that really enable the workflow. To, to mm -hmm. kind of be good, in my opinion, like the super, like, okay, I need to put this here and put that there, but there's someone in the audience knows what I'm talking about, you know, and I think in their case, it's there, it's, uh, it's writing, right, <laughs> uh, music software for writing, you know, whatever it is, to me, it's like, yeah, if I, if I can get those shortcuts nailed down, my workflow is going to be a lot quicker. I don't know if you got if you guys feel the same with that. I know that okay. I know that mold. You you do have a tablet yourself, right? So you sometimes you can yeah. program those sorts of things. But Cipher, do you have anything similar? Like, do you have a tablet? Yeah, I do have a tablet. And do you have any uh, like built-in macros? No, it's just an ordinary slate one with nothing. Okay, okay. I see. I see. And is it's enough? Is it actually? Okay. Gotcha, gotcha. I just use a keyboard for anything else. It's pretty natural. Okay, so you've sort of stuck with your workflow uh, in that manner, um, yeah. which is which is also cool. It's a little bit different. Do you is there a, a dream piece of equipment or, or tablet you're currently eyeing at the moment, or is it something that's currently not on your radar at this point? Not really. Those are pretty expensive. Plus, I don't really care about them. It's my handy slate tablet. It's already fine. I don't need, mm. I don't need anything more. Let me tablet. Okay. Yeah, fair, fair enough, definitely. Now, I know that as someone... Now, Mold, here's an interesting question, and I kind of want to see if you could kind of a counter to that, because I know that your tablet has physical buttons you can press. So do you think... Like, do you think that buttons or, or sort of any physical sort of uh, 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 dev devices or inter interactive sorts of controllers, do you think they, they would help anyone out more? Like, it's a clear advantage. It's like, uh, I'll give you an example, which is quite odd. They did, they did a study between reaction time of people on the PC versus con console-based controllers. And the people on PC just smoked them out in fps games because the reaction time and the, the medium of the devices discovered were much more efficient than controllers i didn't know Is, that actually yeah, that makes me feel smug for being really bad at using controllers do you think that but physical buttons that enable some sort of shortcuts or macros on your, your whatever drawing tool you have is it that much of a clear-cut advantage or do you think that it really really just depends on the person i feel like 
it's definitely an advantage. Like, I don't know, I when I first got my tablet, it has, like, I don't know, one, two, three, four. Like, I, like, 15 buttons on it. And I thought, this is way too many buttons. No normal person is going to ever use this amount of buttons. Uh, this is dumb. I'll just keep using keyboard shortcuts. But it makes life a lot easier, actually, just to have, like, undo, redo, a, a bunch of, like, nice, easy shortcuts right there. I also don't have, like, a great desk setup. My desk is kind of L-shaped, so I have to, like, turn back and forth between where my tablet is and my laptop. So that might also factor into it, but I feel like it just saves time. It's easier. You don't have to like reach over your body or around to your laptop or wherever you have it set up. I but see. I, I, I feel like it would make anyone better, but it is a bit annoying to get used to at first because you because you like immediately go for the keyboard and then you're like, oh wait a second, this button. But once you get the habits locked in, it's like it's super great. For sure, definitely, and I guess it, that brings another interesting point. Um, I, can't, I, I, want, I want to ask you this time, Cipher, is the posture in which you do your art in, because as you all know, whether it's sitting in front of a computer, my case playing drums, or, or in your case doing art, you bad posture can really, really compromise uh, everything else that you do in regards to your art. Is that something you yourself kind of pay attention to or, or, or make an effort to fix, whether it's like a more comfortable chair or whether it's learning to sitting up straight, strengthening your core? Is that is that something that's technically on your radar? Um, I'll start with you, Cypher. I don't think I've ever paid attention. I just said however I liked and felt comfortable. Hmm, okay, well, that's fair. That's fair enough. Like, because I know people like like to do their things like cross-legged or, or whatever, whatever is the most comfortable. But so far, you haven't like, you're, you don't like, oh, I strain my back or, oh, I, you know, I kind of like look down with my neck and everything of that sort. Not really. No, that's great. That's that's excellent. Uh, I just do it like know, how, how you would write in school physically. I see. Gotcha. Gotcha. Basically, I'm a boomer. So I feel it in my back every day. So I find that the error of my question consists of asking someone who does not need to know the consequence of that. It is, it is clearly much more physically capable than myself. So, yeah, I, I to totally understand. Cypher, enjoy it while you can, while it lasts, because... Well, I hope for you it lasts forever, but you know, I for myself it didn't. What about what about you, Mold? Um, I know I should have good posture because my back hurts every time I stand up. I sit at my computer like a shrimp. Um, my tablet level is like I like to sit with my knees up on my chair, and my tablet level is like two thirds of the way down my shins, and I've found myself really hunched over my tablets. I know I'm gonna have problems sooner or later. I've been looking into like alternatives, like putting a big fat book on my desk and put my tablet on, or like I don't know, something that's not too inconvenient because I'm I'm gonna end up with pain if I keep going at it this way. But it's just what works for me right now. Yeah, for sure. Do they do they actually have like ergonomic chairs or art or chairs that are specifically catered towards artists? I've never looked into that honestly. I feel like gamer chairs probably do get the same job done. Yeah, because it's interesting, right? Because they have chairs for, like, gaming, and then they, they have chairs for particularly, you know, business usage, and they, they call it ergonomics, and, and, you know, it's when whatever shape or form, whatever it, they choose to prioritize as a company, like, 
whatever they want and whatever they think. So I was just thinking, is there mm -hmm. one for the art market? Is it, is it like a hammock or something? Yeah, that's a that's a, it's a mystery to me. You, you have one. Of the, you have a gamer chair yourself. To me. I have a office chair that my dad found on the side of the road. Oh, really? <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I put a, a little frog blanket on it, and uh, it's normal. I, I used to have a nice chair when I was in college. But I think one of my broke it because he was mad at me. So, rest in peace, my nice chair. It was nice. Oh, to use. Frog blanket, excellent. Excellent. Okay, what about you, Cypher? Do you have a frog blanket yourself? Nah. I don't even use blankets most of the year. Hot, like hot, hot country. Uh, I see, I see. Okay. And and for you, it's it's pretty much a simple kind of chair. Like, it's nothing too special? Yeah, my handy wooden chair from the dining table. <laughs> Okay, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, at some point, you'll be craving a, com a comfortable chair. Mark my words. <laughs> but not, not today. Now. It's just that chairs are expensive. Yeah, I sound like an old boomer right now, but your back is going to pay for it. Everybody. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, it's... it's you know, in Guys, enjoy your youth while you have it. Enjoy your sweet, sweet back. <laughs> I'm only like... Two or three years younger than you. It's not that far off. Man, shut up. It it it's sooner or later. <laughs> it's, it's like once you start, you you get past like twenty one or twenty two, it all fades in. Um, that's that's my opinion of it. Sorry, I'm just rambling on about my. I'm just a. Sound yeah, it's fine, Grandpa. Keep telling man. your stories. Uh, back in my day, we had to use a pencil sharpener <laughs> that with a with with a box cutter. Actually, yeah. What, <laughs> Uh, that that's actually an interesting question. So do you do you prefer like, because now I'm not like I haven't used a pencil or sharpened a pencil in ages. But you know the 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 kind of pencil sharpeners I'm used to. It's like okay, it's like your little thing. You you kind of wrote you know, take two hands and you kind of rotate it. But I don't know has has the it's it's a very specific question and I don't even know if you guys know the answer. But has ha, have they found a better way to do this yet? Have they found a better way to sharpen a pencil yet? Like. I know that you can. Has get the pencil the, meta changed? Yeah, has the pencil what? meta changed to an affordable cost? Because I know that you can get those automatic ones, and I know you can get those ones that you like that you kind of like have a uh, a handle and you kind of just you know spin around and round and rotate. But like, what about for the the common folk? What about for the students, man? Are, are, is everyone like still stuck on the rotating sharpener thing? I think everyone uses mechanical pencils nowadays, except what? for it's like. I remember in high school. Sorry, Cypher, I don't mean to talk over you. I'll be done in In the last time <laughs> I, I remember in high school, school. they always be like, you have to want to bring your number two pencil to fill out the bubble forms on this thing. And that would be like the only time anyone brings like a normal pencil is to do the stupid bubble test forms. Anyway, um, I haven't used a pencil for ages, so I don't know. I always use yeah, pencil. Yeah, me neither. The last time I used a pencil was um, over two years ago. Mm, okay. <laughs> Keeping count. Yeah, it's it, it's it's kind of like so even in like art as well like color graphite art you would use a mechanical pencil. Yeah, I don't, I don't use traditional anyway. Draw so. it, so I don't know what that's like. That's interesting. Well, I because I, I always yeah. Go ahead. Mechanical pencils do feel a lot better, and you don't have to sharpen them because they're already pretty um, fine. 
but I never had one, nor do I need one, because I don't even do traditional. So you can do the same amount of work, like the same sort of shading and everything, you know, with a lead pencil, like or with like a mechanical pencil. That's the, that's sort of the claim here. Is that is that is that right to to kind of, if I'm understanding you correctly? Yeah, I think that's so. Right. Okay, that's interesting. Because like, I think I missed something. Oh yeah, no worries. Not, I was just saying, you know, have can you really say that, or in in your personal opinion, can a mechanical pencil do the things that a normal graphite pencil can, or perhaps more? Um, yeah, a normal graphite pencil becomes blunt really easily, and mechanical pencils are usually finer than sharpened graphite pencils. And it's a lot neater that way. Plus, graphite pencils have sort of, like, that residue thing that usually oh, takes yep. a little time, and the paper becomes sort of, like, darker than before. Yeah, I yeah, I, I, so much. Mm, yeah, I can see that because I would think, right? In, in my opinion, it's like you have the because you you can you have the advantage with a with sort of like a traditional pencil. If you were shading, right, you could kind of like put the whole thing on its side a little yeah. bit, and then like you can sort of like use the uh, 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 the 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 longer part. If you, if I, I guess if I were to describe the, the, the part of the lead that was showing as sort of like a cone, you'd kind of put the cone on its side and, and yeah. use that. So I thought that would be something that. with that... mechanical pencils. Oh, you can. Personally, like, it, it's much more smoother with a graphite pencil when it's a bit blunt. But I prefer hmm. hatching, so I would prefer mechanicals anyway. Okay, I... okay, I see. I mechanical pencils and like regular graphite pencils the same way like with mechanical pencil i like using ones that have thicker um lead size not the 0.5 stuff i think i used to have one that was like a one or 0.8 or millimeter tip or something i don't know i always like to use the thicker lead because you, you can pump it out a little bit and then shade on its side and you get like a nice flat angle for shading and then you have the other pointy side for drawing with uh, for me, they both smear the same amount since I'm left-handed, and if you're left-handed and you write with a pencil or a pen or anything that smears, it's going to get all over your hand and all over your writing paper. Yeah. So I've been there. I'm right-handed. Left, lefty and a righty. All, do, all, try, all doing the art thing. Different approaches. It's, yeah, I, since we're on the topic anyways, do you have a favorite, like, lead heaviness, lead size? I don't, I don't, I don't know the exact. I'm never honestly. used to mechanical totally pencils. I see. I see. I like the thinner ones. I break the lead too much because I push too hard on the pencil. Okay. Oh, I also push really hard on the pencil. Story time. When I was young, <laughs> you could see my writing like two to three pages later. Still, like the the the, the paper was very dented. I used to push so hard. I used to oh, push so hard. I, one day I broke a, pe a pencil in half. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, it, my teacher, you know, back in high school would always complain that I held 
the pencil um, too close to where the exposed lead part is the tip of the pencil. And she wanted me to hold it a bit higher. And to be honest, I was like, I had no freaking idea how to optimize a pencil. I was very heavy handed with it. Um, and I would, you know, I would smash that thing and smother that lead in deep into the A4 paper, the poor A4 paper, right? And it would, it honestly, I felt that because I was take, taking everything and putting my energy into that, my handwriting just turned out to be absolute garbage and today remains absolute garbage because of bad habits. And I don't know <laughs> if that's a, if that's really, uh, an actual thing that happens or if people, you know, who, who hold it really close to the tip can get away with it. I guess you have less control, eh? Or it's like, you know, if you hold it high, a bit higher up, it's, you have more, uh, more options, more movement and sort of less effort into it. But, uh, I'm, I'm not, I'm not too sure on that. So yeah. Is, is that, do you find that with uh, the traditional pencil cipher? Hmm. I, I think I hold it at the perfect height that most people do. A bit higher, less control. A bit lower, also less control. I don't know how people with the um kind of fit style thing do it. I have no idea how. Yeah, that's a mystery to me. What about you, mechanical pencil user? What do you think? <laughs> um, hold I'm going to pick up a pencil right now and see where I hold it at. I'm, yeah, I hold it really low to the end as usual because i know that like holding it further up is supposed to give you more with the word like i don't know it's supposed to be better for you i think uh more freedom i don't have that kind of wrist control that lets me do all these little detailed actions all the way from there yeah i think it's supposed to be better for your wrist if you hold it further up because you have to move it less and then less likely to get carpal tunnel or something like that from a lot of the advice i've seen floating around but i don't like i, I don't have the full wrist moves i do if i'm gonna draw or something i like holding it at the very tip and then just sketching that out though I can use my hand kind of like a center of a compass or something but i rarely ever need to draw a circle that big what do you have you developed preferences for brands at this point of mechanical pencils i will be completely honest in college i never bought a mechanical pencil i just picked them up off the ground so yo let's go <laughs> <laughs> It works really well. People are always leaving their pencils behind. Like, half the time, they've still got lead in there. And the other half of the time, I mean, like, I have lead. Maybe they lost it? May have. I mean, if they lose it, it's mine. Now, finder keepers. Finders keepers. Let's go. <laughs> Scavenging 100. <laughs> Although, I, the only reason I can say this is because I did not, probably did not go to your university and I never lost a mechanical pencil. So I have no beef with you personally. <laughs> so, so prop props to you for that. Um, but yeah, it's okay. So not, not much of a pre developed preference. Well, actually, you know what, since you've tried, since you've picked up so many mechanical pencils, I'm actually surprised that you haven't been like, Oh yeah, the one I picked up like a month ago is the best one I've ever used. Well, I haven't been out and around and everything due to events and no longer being in college. No, the big pencils are, I will say that those are my favorite. There's a lot of weird kinds that come lumpy. Um, there's some more expensive kinds that I don't know what brand they are, but they're too thick. I don't know. The big ones are the, are you supposed to say BIC? I don't know. That's my bread and butter. That's my go-to. That's also the one that was everyone else's go-to, honestly, since there were so many of them. 
Okay, fair, fair enough, fair enough. And what, what about you, Sever? Because I, I know tra- traditional pencils, you still have like different grades, right? You have HB and then 2B, and now I'm just naming near automata people <laughs> and whatever. Yeah, like, I had to think a lot because, like I said, the last time I used one was two years ago. And there's this brand called uh, TT. Their brushes are great. Their pastels are great. Their watercolor is good, but not the like professional kind, but good for kids. Their stuff is great in general. Okay, fair. Yeah, fair enough. And is it like along the inexpensive side? Like, is it very accessible to people, or is it something of like a premium setting? Pretty accessible. Cool, 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 awesome. Cause the, the, but not the, exactly uh, the cheapest. Um, they are pretty cheap, not gonna lie, but they're kind of more expensive than the more cheap kinds. But that's alright, they're still pretty good for their price. Really good for their price. Yeah, that's fair That's fair enough. I think the, the only comment I can have from a non-artistic person to two artistic professionals was that I used the uh, what was it? The, is it called Castle or Fi or Fi? Oh God, that's the coloring pencil brand. Coloring. Oh, Faber Castell. Is it oh, called Faber Castell? Is Faber also Castell. really good. There it is. They're great, yeah. but they're kind of expensive. Pretty expensive. Pretty darn expensive. Color pencils aren't a uh, medium I'm good at using or enjoy using, so I don't have any experience there. I just use markers. Oh, TT is Korean. Oh, TT's Korean. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Faber Castell. I, I think it was. I was given them as a gift, and no wonder too. It, it must have like. I suppose in in that sort of world, it's a, uh, it's a, uh, it's a definite, definitely a, a good gift to give to people. I don't know. Maybe maybe that's how the person viewed it. But yeah, I remember those were those lasted me a long time. They 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 looked premium as heck. They came in a metal like a little metal tin sort of thing, and you opened it up, and everyone's like, "Whoa!" And, I, and you're like, "I know, right?" But do you? I don't know. Have you guys used any Faber Castell stuff at all? Like, I think I've only used fake stuff. I feel like I have the ripoffs. I'm gonna look it up right now and see what they've got. Oh yeah, no, this is all color pencils. I haven't used them. I never knew Faber were that great until I used my friend's original paper castle color pencils. I was like, well, those are not the paper castles I've been using, even though they look the same. And, and unsurprisingly, it was like four times more expensive. Unsurprisingly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I turned around and I checked my desk, and I do have some paper castel markers that I use mostly just for blocking in shapes and stuff when I'm sketching. But have a lot of pens and stuff. I forgot that their brand was so widely known. When I, when I Googled it, all that came up was colored pencils. But yeah, no, I use their markers. I mostly use do my coloring with markers because it's just nice and easy. Yeah, the main issue with that is finding like a nice brand of marker that doesn't like overlap and bleed through the paper and just like here's really solid if that makes sense. Yeah, that was actually my next question. How do you deal with marker bleed? Because <laughs> that's get a better paper problem. forehead. <laughs> get better paper. You have it here, folks. Or just don't draw on the back. Your paper is inferior. 
<laughs> and my paper is because I remember like when I was a kid, my mom was like, you know, have, set up some newspapers before you use this marker and just like don't hold it down for a very long time. But I remember as a kid, I found it so fascinating when you held your marker down and you'd see it kind of spread throughout the paper in this very like it, it like splat splattish, if that's even a word. Yeah, I would like, do that too. Yeah, because observing well, that like, ever go- happened with me. You should try it. You so, should try it. The whiteboard markers, at least. Oh, right. Yeah, Maybe yeah, not with whiteboard markers. It, it doesn't even have to be a, a marker. I think it could be an ink pen as well. You kind of just, you know, dot it down on the paper. Of course, make sure, you know, you're not doing any marker blades so it doesn't affect any Oh, yeah, furniture. that happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you kind of see, watch the ink seep into the A4 paper, you know, and it's because, you know, papers once an organic being called wood right it has th- those remnants of sorts and you kind of see it like you know snaking through the veins a little bit like taking over like mm-hmm. some sort of like how do i put it like some sort of disease but not really it's just ink but that's something i used <laughs> to do i don't know if there's something wrong with me but <laughs> no i love doing it all the time so we have the same brain disease. Yeah, well, don't worry yeah it's uh it's yeah it's definitely a uh a ride and a half with that that like that's as far as my experiences with it go oh man thanks for reminding me i i forgot i totally forgot to buy another marker i need to buy a marker today for different there you things. go and all i have is this 0.5 black red blue pen that i found there you go Point five so okay so it's quite it's from daiso which is a really nice brand Oh, oh yeah, about pencils, like, you ever have those moments when, while sharpening, a piece of wood breaks up? A piece of wood? Like, you mean, like, the... Uh, oh, yeah, when you're kinda... sharpening the tip and this whole chunk falls off? Yeah, I hate that. <laughs> yeah. The whole chunk of lead? Or, like, the the whole front of the pencil? The whole chunk of wood. The but, whole yeah, chunk of wood? off, so, like, the lead is just kind of, like, sticking out at a weird angle, and you, like, try and use and it. And it's also oh. hard to sharpen it in general. So you kind of force it until it becomes I... normal. Yeah, I have seen that. And people, like, I remember people in, in my class took it as sort of like a point of pride. Because it looks so unique. And the bragging rights about that was if you were to maintain that pencil and, and keep using it <laughs> to the very end. The way they did that was they literally, like, they actually freaking took their scissors and they started sharpening it like that on the the wall lead. Yeah, it was a point of, it it was a point of uh, bragging. Like, it was sort of like a sight to behold, because it is, it's like a weird-ass pencil. It's like a naked pencil. You're, you know, you got a little lead sticking out, whereas the surrounding wood in it's gone, right? And how are you using that thing? I would never be able to hold this. Yeah. And then... And then someone's like, "Oh, look at me!" And I'm, and everyone's like, "Wow, look at that!" You know, it's kind of like looking at the circus, <laughs> in a sense. <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely like because you think about it, like half your half your pencil wood is gone. You just have this long stick of lead, and you and you know some kid in third grade just keeps using it like nothing's happening. When you freak out, you just be like, "What is that? What are you doing? Like, why are you doing this? Could you could you?" But, you know, people do would that? do that too. People have their, like their little collections and everything of like their dub unusable pencils and like it was just never for me i could never hold them i i give them to one of my friends i remember okay 
There was yeah. this time when um, I had this small pencil, like a bit less than half the original size. The entire lead came out. Ooh. Oh. Oh, wow. Oh, God. So did, did <laughs> I have no idea how that happened. Did you stick it back in and try to use it? Yeah, I did, but it still came out because it was loose. Yeah, that happens, you know, like, I've had that happen to me, and, like, I've kind of, like, it, it's kind of like, you know, draw this shape without lifting your pencil, sort of. <laughs> <But> <laughs> so, like, it, it's, uh, so, yeah, definitely some vibe with that. And, uh, it's, yeah, that, oh, God, you're bringing up so many old memories, but to me, it's, like, all in elementary school, because, like, I feel like such a boomer, because I, I don't okay, remember boomer. the last time. I, I don't remember the last time I've okay, professionally boomer. used a pencil. Not even at work, okay? Everything, we we have technology now. We have buttons okay, that we boomer. can press. I use pencil. like ink. Yeah, and ink, and ink as well. Like, it's, it's quite a different art form. And, and of course, you too, right? You've now transitioned to a digital platform, you know, with, with a mm, tablet. It's because of coronavirus. Oh, really? oh, oh. oh. Oh, never mind. I misunderstood that. But yeah, I've been using a tablet for quite a while now, but in school, obviously I can't use my tablet. So, but I've been stuck home for like two years already now. So, really fucked up. I've been two years already. I'm sick of this. Let me outside. Yeah. I feel like that we've been everyone's been vibing with that to sorts. Like, I, you know, personally, I've been working from home for almost maybe about two years and it feels kind of weird honestly but um you know i i still have i'm still alive i'm still i still have the greenery i can look at and admire from afar <laughs> but not really i could just walk outside if i want but you know I, I feel like it's it's all returning back to normality and you can finally use your physical pencils again <laughs> right that's that's definitely something um you know if someone in the yeah. audience was saying i want to talk Genshin lore, and all I have to say to that is coming soon, TM. I won't say any more about that. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was thinking, when I was in college, I was really motivated to draw because I didn't like paying attention. As you know, I'm sure we've all been there. So I um, I used to draw on my phone before I bought a, um, I didn't even buy this, my dad helped me to this before I got a tablet. Um, so I would just be in class on my phone. You know, great student, model student, don't be like me. Um, yeah, that's the main motivation for me. In high school, I would, like, doodle a lot in the back of my homework and stuff. And in high school, actually, is when I started getting into horror. So I started drawing, like, weird cut-up people and stuff. And one of the teachers was really concerned about me. He was like, no, I'm fine. I'm just drawing organs and stuff for fun. I'm normal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so after that, I was when I got a phone, I was like, I should probably not keep drawing weird stuff on my worksheets. Otherwise, people are going to get concerned about me, so... Nice, quick transition to drawing on my phone and digital art. For the that was cool. Very nice. And what was there something that you like to draw, um, Cypher? Or you, or you still do, perhaps? Like, it's like, oh, I can't help. Like, for me, a very bad example, I can't help drawing a corner of the sun. Uh, or, no, the sun in the corner <laughs> of every page of my notebook. That's that's me. But what about you? Is there something that you kind of just, like, doodle and it's like, yeah, that's my go-to? I draw little razors or I draw little, uh, little pymons. Oh, back in school, I used to draw little um, Shibas, 
small little Shibas with different colored pens. Oh my god. I did so do cool. it recently, but it was all in black pen because... Um, I don't know why, but I don't have any colored pens in my pencil bag. It just disappeared. Even though I haven't gone outside in like two years. Mm, yeah, it's... <laughs> That's so cute. Do you, do you, do you have a picture by any chance, or is that or, or yeah, or is I do. That one all... second. Nice. Yeah, that's definitely something I want to see. So, and while and while Cipher is gone, hopefully she'll be back. Um, <laughs> let's. Uh, what, <laughs> yeah. What about you, Mold? Did you have like any any frogs? Maybe. Um, actually, I was one of those kids who drew eyes all the time on the corner of their paper. Um, you know the type. And then I started yeah, yeah, drawing. Sure. And um. I did draw yep. frogs and snails with really buff leg. I made friends oh, with, when I started. I made ended up making friends with this girl because I would like I was just really bored and drawing frogs on the corner of my paper and then like big legs and everything, like human legs too, not just like normal frog legs. And then I looked over and the girl next to me was drawing pigeons with like really buff arms. And we became friends. <laughs> <laughs> like that sounds like something from a cartoon or something, but like it was really Yo, funny. I thought that was great. That's oh, that's I found sick. an example actually. Here's the type oh, yeah? of snail I draw. I'll just drop that right into the chat here. Like, just Yo, snail look just at that guy! He's, a, he's an absolute unit. It's like, you're not, you know, he's not slowing down anytime soon. Oh, yeah, he's going. I would I would just keep drawing these. I don't know why. I don't know why I kept doing it. It's really funny to me, though. It The concept itself is super funny, because it's like a piece of human anatomy on, on a... And, like, something that enables the speed... And they're just, they're just, mm -hmm. you know, you look at the thing, you're going to go like, yeah, they're, you know, it's a snail, but they're going to clock it at 20 miles an hour or something. Yeah. <laughs> which is, which is pretty cool. Just like that, what's that movie? Turbo. Oh, there's I a really cute little dog there. Sorry. You can Welcome go. back. And I, was, I was looking at the picture you posted, Cypher. Yeah. Doge. Beautiful, beautiful Doge. Let's see. I remember in class when <gasps> me and my classmate, Destmate, was... Like we're bored, um, we had a science drawing to do a diagram. Um, so we did stuff like um, we drew very muscly, veiny arms in the cloud. It's picking up a dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> and what else? I don't remember. It was in like fifth grade, sixth grade. I don't know. Um. What? So, th so these these clouds would be like, hey, hey, watch this. Swoop down and pick up a dolphin and be like, we got him. Let's get let's get out of here. <laughs> that's that's what I, I love that. Yeah, that's that's awesome. That's hilarious. There was also crazy. a really fat bird with with um really muscly veiny legs as well. Yo. So you took the leg approach, and Mold's friend took the arm approach in terms of birds and pigeons. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. It's all about those muscly arms and legs. You wouldn't get it if you weren't there. You wouldn't get it, yeah, for sure. I didn't have the artistic talent, but I remember... Okay, it wasn't my drawing, but I remember as, you know, one of my... Well, actually, one of my best friends, he... Back in... What he would do is he would draw a comic of a specific teacher who was our earth and earth sciences teacher <laughs> and uh you know his his, his name his he he well let's 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 kind of i'm gonna change the name up a little bit but his his name wa was mr b right mm. 
and his comic was called Super B. And what it would do is it would have a very cartoonish sketch of our teacher in a Superman cape and in the, nothing but their underwear. Oh, um, like com- Captain Underpants. He, yeah, exactly. The Captain Underpants, <laughs> except it's 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 Mr. B. And he would like leave it in his homework for pe- for for other teachers to take a look at and be like, who the heck is that? And the only instance he wouldn't draw that is when it was his class, but one time he messed up and he did leave a Mr. B, like a Super B doodle <laughs> in his Earth, Earth and Sciences notebook. And he was grading them in front of us while we were like doing some group work. And then he was, and he, he kind of stopped at his notebook. He looked at the assignment, he looked at the drawing, and then he looked up and said, Looks like someone's been drawing Mr. B. <laughs> and, we, and he just looked up and he goes, Ah. Oh, crap i and we were all everyone in the class knew what he was doing like it was no mystery but louis it was like at that moment he realized he had messed up so hard and we were all <laughs> expecting him to like oh god he's he's in for it. he's done but nothing came out of that luckily he was you know t- teacher was super cool a bunch of kids in the eighth grade super bored out of their minds during a class they're barely paying attention to right it's uh it's definitely a vibe and a half i don't know did you like did now here's an interesting question did you guys ever do the thing in in school where you're like trying to make your own comic series or or manga oh they did have this um thing um in, in english class there was this activity in the book to have us draw a comic I, um, I did a comic, I googled how to draw a girl, a girl and a boy and a dog, and I drew a four-panel comic of, um, a dog reading the flowers, I guess, that's all I remember, and my classmate (laughs) did this really fancy, um, introduction of the characters on one page, with, like, swings and flowers and birds. Was really nice. As for the comic, I don't remember. It was in third grade, but it was really pretty. Hmm, that's interesting. That's so have you have you done any of your of your own volition? Like even like, not not even for class. Like just because you were bored one day. Oh yeah, that was in um second grade. I I drew a stickman on the stage performing magic tricks. Um. <laughs> Um, and the audience, uh, I stopped at the first panel because it was too much effort. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for dumbing it down to my level, my current level, because I also did the stick men, <laughs> except I drew, I drew them with powers. And like, there was one, there was one stick man that I liked the most. I would use my red pen to draw him and his name was blaze and he would control fire, <laughs> you know? And, oh yeah. Love that I would get really exhausted while writing or drawing because, like I said before, I used to press down really, really hard. Got it, got it. Okay, what what's that you got there, Mold Razor? <laughs> oh yeah, Why you, is razor really, you were asking just like if you draw anything now, and I do. I do draw Razor really small. Whenever my friends invite me to do draw a pile with him, I just draw him over and over again. Okay, but why is he dead? He's fine. He's just dead. He's all of us right now. He's 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 actually me right now. Who is I'm Matt? Uh, Matt is one of my other kids. 
one of my friends over <laughs> who's mad so for those who don't know what is a draw pile um draw pile is kind of like IEIO basically where you can just jump in there and everyone draws at the same time it's not once in a while me and my friends will like get together and do a big one i can't post this one because there's some questionable content in it but uh overall it's just like you and a bunch of friends get together and draw stuff i wish i had that but i guess we had that in the uh, art stream back then and yeah it was pretty similar to that yeah mm -hmm. yeah yeah it was it, it, yeah it's yeah yeah i see i see how oh, that's the that's sort of the uh thing oh look at matt very nice he's a chat mm, my friend drew matt I love my friend's art style. Mm, very interesting. You, you, you ever you ever done something like that, Sulfur? Uh, only in the stream. I don't have friends. It's okay. Oh, but but surely at some point you must have taken a piece of paper out and with a group of people and been like, "We're gonna draw all over this," or maybe like on the on the chalkboard or or on the blackboard. Hmm. Let me think. Maybe it was in um fifth or sixth great uh yeah with my desk mate because we were bored we were both we were both little artists and the desk mate i'm talking about is the same classmate who drew the really nice comic in third grade mm, yeah f definitely for sure actually one thing that i just kind of uh thought about have you seen that ridiculous um chalkboard art like that's being posted from uh like from from i don't know essentially it doesn't have to be japanese high schools but it kind of seems to be i wonder how people get to well, that level like have you seen that do you know really what i'm talking about when people do stuff like that i don't know japanese chalkboard art it's and these i have reasons to believe that uh it's at, they're done by students but you know i'm not exactly sure if that's the case you know, and it's like, it's oh. like, uh, hold on, I'll post Holy it in there. It's, it's like that. Oh, wow. You know? Oh, wow. Like, I can't imagine that. It's like, these these guys, these all those students are like, you know, they were still in school and they can draw to that competency. It's kind of unbelievable. How Right. I think it's incredible when people are like have the time and the ability to draw really cool stuff with something that I would consider, like, a more difficult-to-use material, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I've never been good with chalk. I think that's really neat. Okay, so mm. imagine the next class, you have to erase all that. Yeah, and that's the... I mean, that's kind of the beauty of it, right? Um, and it also kind of attests to the skill of those people, because they can just keep doing it over and over and over again. Also attests mm -hmm. the skill of the person rubbing the board, because... Um, cleaning the chalk is an interesting experience. We had the we we had a chalkboard in third grade. Trust me on this one. Okay. Especially with that amount of chalk, my god. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna choke to death on all that. Yeah. <laughs> Suffocation. Okay. Well, oh the, no. But the kid in front of the T Rex. kid in front of the t-rex yeah just look at him oh. oh dear oh yeah i see that now oh no he's just minding his own business 
<laughs> yeah, that's a, you, actually one of the craziest ones is I, I remember someone drew a QR code on with chalk on a chalkboard. I'm really impressed by that. Yeah, and it actually works too. Um, cool. Was it to a rickroll? I actually don't know, but uh, mm. here, here it is. Like it's the it it's from I, I pulled this from Sora News twenty four. You know, take it as you will. But like, look at that, and it actually and apparently it works. Nice. So inspired yeah. right now. <laughs> so inspired. I don't have my phone with me. <laughs> About to go draw the QR code in your dreams. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna. I mean, like, I, I actually, actually, someone try out the QR code, like scanning it. I'll try it out. We'll see. Let's see what we got. And so towards a really ask. evil link that shouldn't be in here. It goes to. Oh, it goes to. Uh... It goes to an amoeba post, which is all in Japanese, and from what I understand, it's actually, uh, it's interesting, it's actually, uh, a, a, a it goes to a political thing. Whoops! We can't do political Oops. material in here! Let's, uh, let's, uh, let's <laughs> pretend it doesn't, it just doesn't... Well, how do you know it's political when it's in Japanese? Uh, Google Translate to the rescue. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Chrome does, automatically does that sometimes. Let's just pretend all 24 of us got rickrolled. All right, and the people yeah. listening at home, you know, never gonna give you up. Okay, we got rickled. Ha ha ha! Great joke. <laughs> I can't believe right. we got owned. I can't believe we got owned. Yeah, it's quite, it's quite, fun right. it's quite phenomenal. What, what would you guys say, on a personal level, what is kind of like your your magnum opus, kind of like your the 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 peak of your artistic sort of career, your hobby, like whether it be a piece. Or, or kind of like a, a defining moment. Uh, we'll we'll start with you, Mold. Shoot, I was hoping you'd be one at a time to cipher to answer first. All right. Um, one the art I did for Razor's birthday, in addition to being for Razor's birthday, I put a lot of effort into it. I actually thought about the composition and the color scheme, and tweaked a lot of things and tried a lot of stuff I hadn't done before. Because it's for my son's birthday, it has to be perfect. Uh, obviously, it was important to me so to make sure it was good. Um, the other super cool important moment to me is that on I just kind of like post my art on Instagram and get like maybe 20 likes from people I knew in high school and college so that's great um but some random dude found me on Instagram through like a piece I didn't even think was all that good and he said hey I think this is really great um did you do the covers from my upcoming album for me and I was like absolutely I can and that was really exciting for me I felt like oh my god someone actually like saw my art and is like thought it was good enough that he wanted to buy it from me and he's willing to pay an hourly rate for me to work on his album cover this is great and then he's come back to me for other covers which makes me feel great because like he was so satisfied with the first one i didn't come back for more i'm like that's awesome that made me really happy um and i guess yeah. the third thing i can say is when i drew fan art for ito when he was first his design was first announced and someone reposted it on Instagram, and it got like 800 likes, which sucked. And I, but they did take it down immediately when I contacted them. And also, it does feel kind of nice because then, like, I've been sitting here with my post getting like 20 to 30 likes per post, thinking, "Damn, I guess it's something wrong with my art that nobody is not getting out there, it's not getting the attention, etc., etc., etc." Yes, it's on me. No, it's just me. I'm just not reaching the audience because Instagram's algorithm sucks because I don't make their little reels or post every day or do whatever they think that content creators on instagram shouldn't do 
But the fact that someone else was able to post it and people, 871 people like it, that made me feel a lot better, even though it was technically a repost. But it's also still a little bit flattering. Don't, this is probably not how I should be thinking. You probably should be really mad when people repost your art. But hey, it's popular enough, it got popular enough on Twitter that someone wanted to repost it to Instagram. Feels nice, I guess. You shouldn't be thinking this way, though. You should be mad when people repost your art, contact them, or they don't take it down like DMC they and they don't let your stuff be stolen. But these are my uh, top three moments of the time. Watchmojo.com. Top three moments from yeah. old. <laughs> it's, yeah, that's it's absolutely. And, I, I, you know, the, the marketing game for, you know, Twitter or Pixiv or, or Instagram is, is kind of strange, right? Because, like, y the exposure part is, is what you're really trying to achieve. Because the material is good, but even if you have the best material, it's n of no use if no one is able to see it or if no one yeah. is able to, to even know it's there. So it, it really is kind of a, an uphill battle, and it's like good on those guys who are able to play the marketing game as well as their craft, mm -hmm. but it's it's kind of heavy, you know, it leans heavily towards people who can do that. Do you, you yeah, know, I don't so want to make, like, posting on Instagram my full-time job. Uh, absolutely. It seems a bit dreadful. I mean, people people do it, but I, I wouldn't be able to. But yeah, what about you, Cypher? What is your greatest work so far? What do you consider? Nah. Nah? Nah. <laughs> no? Nothing yet? Speaking of Instagram, I used to have an account with um, around 100 followers. I hit 100 followers, and they said I'd host a raffle. But then I forgot about the account entirely. The account is dead. I don't even have the login details. Yeah. Oh, that's so you left them all hanging on a raffle? I guess. They probably forgot about it. It's been <laughs> no, so I think long. they're still mad. <laughs> like, what, it has what was been this, over like, two years. Two years and they're still mad. I will never forgive <laughs> that cipher person for my free... Uh, I don't know. What, what, did they win? what would they win? Huh? What would they win in that raffle? Uh, a fine from me. For my free commission. But yeah, that's... <laughs> what if it was me? And I just confronted you right now. Where's my free commission? I won. <laughs> uh, too lazy. Uh, can't argue with that. Definitely. <laughs> but what... Okay, I'll change the question a bit. What are you most... Like, what's a piece you're most proud of? How about that? Yeah, I said, nah, I don't have one. Really? So every every single one of your pieces, you're just kind of like, here it is. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, that, that's definitely that's definitely fair enough. But honestly, I, I think you should definitely have a bit more you know more confidence in it because they look phenomenal, in my opinion. You know, I could I looked at your 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 previous OC and I was I was like, whoa, that looked very very cleverly planned out, and even more impressive on your side, you're just like random BS going. I was like, I can't believe it. <laughs> it's like wow that's 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 amazing um yeah it's uh i think i shared this similar story here it reminds me of the time when my friend uh in co over in college she had an art project due so what she did was she she took the two nearest things uh in her apartment which was cheerios and a vodka bottle she put the cheerios in the vodka bottle submitted that as her art piece you know that said <laughs> the, the staple the staple diet of 
of a of a college student, and the professor just looked at it and said, "This has great potential." <laughs> <laughs> you know, so what may what, what may not seem significant in your eyes is probably, you know, very significant in another person's, and that. Oh, I think I do have um, an artwork. Now that I think about it. There we go. I did like I did coloring stuff I never did before, and I nailed it. But I have no idea how I do did it again, and I could never pull it off again. Hold on. Yeah, that happens all the time when I'm drawing. It really makes me mad. Like I do something and I don't know how I did it. Like it looks phenomenal, whether it's the shading or just like the shape, the anatomy or something. I'm like, wow, this looks so good. How does that do that? I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, it's quite it's quite interesting, and I think that do do you guys? Whoa, look at that! Oh my goodness! Wow, Xiangling Queen, please. For you viewers watching at home, refer to the attached media. By the way, for all this stuff that I'm that I'm mentioning, we will include all of that, and all of that is included in the archives. For those of you who don't know, yes, we have archives of previous radio recordings that are totally accessible to you guys. Just click the embedded link in the events uh, announcements, and it should be there. We are also working on a more stable platform for you guys so that you don't have to essentially download the files, but uh, we'll keep it under wraps as of now. Um, but yeah, that's phenomenal. Like, I guess, it, it, do you do you kind of make it a point to kind of record yourself uh, drawing so that you can kind of backtrack or is that something that's never really come across your mind never um, really personally. come across my mind yeah because i like... love other people's speed paints sorry um but it really makes it makes the file really big in clip studio paint because it does have a built-in speed paint off like recording option and everything but it having to record every step i'm doing really does make the file huge so every time i hit save I've ingrained into myself to like hit save every time I make a change or something. Um, every time I hit save, it takes like 20 seconds to save and just really slows down the whole thing. So I try not to do it very frequently. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, I think that how big are we talking here for the recordings? Great question. I had never specifically like right clicked and checked on the side. It just becomes a pain in the butt every time I hit save. And like the further along I go, like it takes longer and longer and longer. I see, I see. Hey, listen, hey, listen, Cipher, like it looks phenomenal. Like you, listen, you, you can all the the perfection is a concept that we all chase. But to me, it's you know for for someone, it's like, damn, you you did some magic here. I love the the way what you did with the front with her fringe, the hair. You know, it's such a it's such an interesting uh, highlight, and it's such an interesting reflection. Like it's it it makes the whole, her whole character brighter. That's what's cool about it. And you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna assume she's wearing a Burger King crown. I don't care. That just makes it cooler in my eyes. He is actually. Yo, let's go, let's go, Burger King. Shang Ling is the <laughs> new Burger Queen. She's the she she's now she's now our new queen. I'm sorry. It's decided right here right now. She is That's the Burger fine. Queen. I believe it. Yeah, for sure. Actually, Mold, one thing I wanted to ask you about, and I hope you don't mind, is that last time I remember you did share your frogs, but you actually have a bit more of an extensive plushie collection. Fire oh, yeah. I 
Unfortunately, when I see something cute on the internet that's under $30, um, I'm like, okay, that under $30, that's pretty much free. And then I buy it, and then I don't it's have to free. It for myself. <laughs> under $30? I can't believe they're giving this away. I know. By the way, I have a lot of things. I have, like, that little Gudetama guy from, um, you know, the egg. That I went to the little oh, yeah, yeah, thing. yeah, yeah, the Gudetama. Have you actually been to the Gudetama restaurant? I have not. Is that in Japan? I have been to Japan. Oops. Sorry. Yeah, no worries, Cypher. Yeah, we were just, like, thinking, like, have you ha have you yourself been to, like, the Gudetama restaurant, um, Cypher? It's like the little lazy egg dude. Egg yolk. I don't even know if you have that. I've never heard of it. Yeah, you might you might know the mascot, dude. Gudetama. He's a lazy egg guy. He's got the butt. Yeah, he's the lazy. What is the spelling? He what is... is the spelling? This filling. The spelling. Oh, the spelling. I'll, I'll just post it in. Uh, it, oh, in this guy. Spelling. Yeah. Gudetama. Um, I've only seen. Um. Something. I think March from a classmate, but that's it. I think it was a sharpie. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah, there's something cool about, you know, it, it, it's quite an in, interesting uh, industry, these iconic roles. Because, of course, it's like when you think about icons and cartoon characters of that sort, you think, well, one of the names that inevitably comes up is Sanrio, right? With the whole <laughs> Hello Kitty lineup and everything, which is which is pretty cool. But I suppose, you know, along the lines of a simple drawing comes the, the marketing that comes with it, like the branding and all that. Is that something you guys have ever thought about or considered, or is that something where it's like, oh, okay, it, it, that's a thing you, you know, they that happens, but I haven't really thought about it. I just realized we never thought about a lot of stuff. Ah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, for sure. I just think, I just think too much. But that, hey, that's that's what keeps me going, and that's what keeps a lot of people going. Yeah, what, what about <laughs> you, Mold? Have you have you kind of looked at your monsters and been like, huh, I could probably make a plushie out of this, or or it's like I've oh, actually oh. never thought that because a lot of the monsters and stuff I draw are really weird shapes or like I floating bits. Uh, I've thought about sorry you're right. a plushie making before, but it's just it seems like a lot of work and there's nothing really specific I want a plushie of except for like maybe that website will one day sell razor plushies that I can hold and cherish forever. But until then. Hey, if it if it doesn't exist, you might as well make it yourself. Mm. Yeah, there's that. But also, it just seems really complicated. I don't know any suppliers. If I make something for myself, like when I'm really bad at sewing stuff, I used to try and hand make stuff when I was younger because I thought sewing was cool and fun. And I poked myself in the finger so many times, I'm surprised I didn't like get tetanus or something. Amazing. What about you? Yeah, never too late to like look into stuff. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. You you can you, you got your time. I think maybe you'll come back to it when you're desperate enough for your own razor plushie. <laughs> someone's someone's. Yeah, the longer it goes on without without a razor plushie, the more insane I become. Yeah. Have you tried Have you tried your work at handicrafts, uh, Cipher? Like sewing in it. Uh, I tried one day to make a mini razor plushie, then failed horribly, then never did it again. Ah yes. <laughs> You couldn't. <laughs> yes, we all couldn't live with the result of our own failures. <laughs> Where did that lead us? Right here, on Out of Mora, episode four. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's that's definitely a thing. I think if I were to pick up one 
sort of craft that I'm I'm kind of uh, you know I look at it in admiration, and mainly because there's so much work involved, right? Um, but it, the problem is the time dedication is is making my own garage kits, and for those of you that oh, don't that'd be know really the, cool. Yeah, for those of you who don't know what the concept of a garage kit is, it's essentially making your own figurine or figure or model, like taking the time to to first of all get the parts. Sometimes they're garage ki kit um, kits that you can buy. Like people have, um, you know, designed a custom injection mold for the parts where you can assemble it yourself. Some people have three D printed it very, very well, and you can order the parts over. And they come in parts because they allow you to paint over it and design whatever patterns or sort of in intricate methods or details you'd like. Um, and it's such a cool craft because you know it, unlike commercial figurines those things are built to be shipped essentially they're they're built to minimize fragility but but it's sort of like a delicate balance as to how to protect the uh figurine itself as well as make it look good so that's one thing i'd like to do but i then again i was the guy that stapled himself in the thumb <laughs> so i've done that too so no worries you know that it's I hope that works out if you ever decide to try it. Probably not. I wouldn't bet on it. <laughs> and really, it's I'm just the clum clumsiest person. I have shaky hands when it comes to this. I can't even put on my own decal on things, you know? I don't know. Like, I, guys, I don't know if you, you, you guys probably have, like, you know, God-given hands. For me, it's like I tried putting decal <laughs> on stuff. I have to, like, put it on 20 times until the thing can't stick anymore. And it's like, well, I tried. End of story. <laughs> with that so that but that's just me like i don't but i, I don't know could, same could be I, I i don't know what the story is with you guys though like are you are you the type that can kind of like that can go okay one go i gotta put the sticker on in this exact position and i can just go boom it's done it's committed for me it's just like i put the little corner and oh like, absolutely nope. not i get so many air bubbles stuck under things that i have to like keep trying to smooth it out if half of it's already down i just kind of just go like screw it and hemp it down further yeah, I'll, I'll give you an example, like screen protectors for your phones. How can you do it in one place? Oh, I messed mine up so bad. <laughs> yeah. You, you, do you Every day I look stuff? at my phone and there's a bubble on the bottom of it, and I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have done this. Yeah. Do you, do you, do you understand that pain, or are you the type that just goes, Foop, done, easy? <laughs> did you ask me something? Yes, I did. We were actually talking about... <laughs> You were actually talking about. <laughs> I know. You, for, first of all, welcome back to the podcast. Hope you had a good break and out of more chat. I think <laughs> it was great for you. You had a good time with your friends and everything. I mean, like, <laughs> you were talking for so long. Like, I started kind of dozing off. I don't know. Well, I'm, well you, you know what? Your... I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. You on your own podcast. <laughs> oh, God. I'm terrible. <laughs> Oh no, that's Sorry. like a stain. That's like a stain on my Sorry. record. It was attention quickly, okay? It was attention so, quickly. It's not your fault. So for those of you who've joined us, I've I've unfortunately had one of my guests um lose interest. And I can't believe I'm, it's I'm, not I'm, your I'm, fault. I was I'm I'm literally crying right now. I'm now stepping down effective immediately because I've I failed. Yeah, I'll be the host now. Cypher. You know, you haven't failed me. I have failed you. I failed. I failed you. 
No, I it's it's supposed to be my it was my one it was my one shot to do things. Like thing I right. said, I lose attention easily. It's not your fault. <laughs> That's fine. So I'm the host what, now. Welcome what, what, to Outamora, hosted by me. Okay. How are you doing tonight? Everyone loves oh, mold. Well, it's not, all right. Uh, not so great. You know, I was gonna have this podcast, and then like someone kind of dozed off, and I, it kind of put me into an existential crisis, and now you own the podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry. But but we what we were talking about was like I'm because personally I'm not the kind of person that's has the agility to put stickers in the correct place. So I was wondering if you're that kind of person, because I know people can do it. They can just be like, here's the decal or here's the screen protector for the phone. Mm -hmm. You know, put it yeah. on there. It's done. I do it carefully. Okay. So you can, you can, you can do this a one pass thing. You don't overthink it. You're just like, okay, go. And it's done. Yeah. No, I, I overthink it. Oh, you, you overthink it. Like, but yeah. are you the type that once you commit to it, you commit to it? Like you commit to the action, you commit to the stick depends yeah because for me i i hardly commit at all I'll stick a little bit i'll stick a little corner and be like no this is wrong i tried I to see my mom's punch clip with a hot glue gun for like 20 minutes straight if that oh, no. failed by the way you use wait sorry you fixed your mom's what i tried fixing my mom's um you know those punch clip things i'm not familiar uh hold on those i don't know what else to call it yeah, these stuff. Hold on. Let me, like, post a picture. Uh, okay. Yeah, no worries. It's hot glue. So you had a glue gun with you? Yeah. I have a glue Interesting. gun. Interesting. So, oh! Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Broke. I don't think I know what that is. The hinge They're... broke, and I was trying to fix it with a hot glue gun for, like, 20 minutes straight. I failed. Oh, no. No, I see. Yeah, hot glue gun. I don't know about that. You probably use super glue for that yeah. kind of stuff. We were it's out of super clip, glue. Right? Yeah. Oh, hair clip. Yeah, you know, I looked at it. I was mean, like, it can be a lot of stuff, so I specified what kind of hair clips. But I, I don't think that's your fault, though, because it's like a hot glue gun isn't the best way to stick for that yeah. kind of material. Yeah, we ran that out super glue, so I did what I could. Yeah, it it's definitely not your fault. I could tell you that. Like in regards to, you know, everything and all. Um, but yeah, definitely for sure. It's uh it's an experience and a half doing that. I've got to be right back, but continue your conversation. Yeah, sure, sure, no worries. Yeah, it, so what happened in the end? Did it just like fall off or did it not stick on? Like um uh... It just didn't work. Mm. So it just didn't even stick on at all. It's just like, it just fell off. It did like, stick well. on, but it fell off pretty easily. Yeah, I can ima I, I can so I can sort of imagine that. Because, like, these things clip on with a with a bit of force. Yeah. Honestly, so I think that, uh... I think that you, you, were, you definitely had... You add a disadvantage there just because of the glue that you used. Mm, okay, understandable, understandable. I mean, quite clever too, considering that's all you had. So, 
what happened? Did you just go out and buy a new one afterwards? Yeah. As you would. Honestly, I, I, I guess these things aren't really worth fixing if they're so cheap and you can just kind of walk out and, to, like, the market and get them. Yeah, alright. I, I, I gotcha, I gotcha. Are there... Is that... Have you done decals before, by the way? Is that a thing you're into? Huh? De decals? Like stickers? Stickers? Um, I used to be really interested in stickers in, I think, fifth grade. But then I lost interest. Have you thought about making your own? Yeah, I tried in, like, third grade and failed miserably. Because... The, the thing, hear me out. It's it's. I've heard that you know for for artists who who are making their own material, it's kind of like some sort of sellable merch that you can you can kind of give to people. Like if they, like for example, I have quite a few stickers of my friend's work on my lap on my other laptop, and uh, it's kind of like a brand an, a point of advertising. But it's also nice if people appreciate your work, they can just bring it with them. So there's a there's I an think, idea for you. I think they like have someone else make it. Pretty sure. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, as in, like, you know, d you design the art for the stickers, but then, of course, you throw it to, to a professional who can kind of print it out yeah. uh, neatly and correctly. You know, I was wondering if that if that has ever crossed your mind at all. Not really. I don't think I can afford it at the moment. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah. Would you, though, if if that was something that... It probably got popular. Uh, I think you're... I think you're pretty popular like you can definitely you can definitely gra grab some no uh, i mean like on social media oh i see well everybody you have a mission to subscribe to uh cypher social media right now and i don't <laughs> have one <laughs> there's well, a reason uh... I, my other one failed it was too late to post like i said <laughs> i draw really well, everyone, now we're gonna make a social media account for cypher and uh, you're all gonna subscribe to it <laughs> yeah, works for me. So that yeah, I can get my cipher stickers, like right now. Yeah, the social media will never have a new post. Don't worry. <laughs> but my stickers for me, I have a red bubble. I don't get. I make like thirty cents worth of sticker. But like, if you want it, you can buy a picture of a crab. And oh, I forget oh, really? it. Yeah, yeah. Link it, link it over. I'm, I'm definitely. Yeah, uh, just a second. I gotta. If any people are fans of crabs, you can go get it. Maybe you can help help our friend uh, Cipher over here get her stickers out. <laughs> yeah, I don't know anything about producing stuff. I I just put that on Redbubble, so they do it to me for free. Uh, I just have to remember my login information. So hold off go. on that. Chat. Free sounds pretty affordable, Cipher. Yeah. Apparently, if you use Redbubble, it's free, or something. Oh, okay. Red, yeah, you can just upload your pictures there, and then people buy it. Um, do you make a lot of profit? No, but... Do it's also really easy to steal stuff that way, I think. Oh, yeah, people steal stuff all the time on Redbubble, unfortunately, but... As in, like, they steal other people's designs and then upload them, and then people yeah, can have it, which is a bit a of a pain, because, like, if you're an artist that doesn't allow posts, um, then people just be like, well, I'm just gonna put I've your art on it. I've seen a lot of stolen stuff on Redbubble. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I guess you, you, you guys know it better than I do, honestly. You know, with the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, it, 
I would sometimes log on Instagram, click on some stories, and see some artists complaining about their stolen art in Redbubble. It was something too unusual. But then again, I used to follow a lot of artists. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, well, I mean, it happens if you're popular enough, people are going to steal your art anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Being like a mildly unpopular one. It is about the time where we are nearing the end of this podcast. We're, I guess we'll open the floor to some Q&A uh, for you guys. If you, if you have any questions we're, you know, for, for Mold or Cypher, you can uh, just pop them in the chat here and we can kind of take a look and, and see what we, we have to work with. If not, we'll be, just be bantering for a little bit and then we'll, we'll kind of finish it off here. And yeah, ask uh, me questions. I love talking about myself, my favorite topic. Yeah, absolutely. So now, if you if you're curious about anything, I guess I guess it could be art advice too, right? That that that's fine with you guys. Yeah, any question is fine. Oh, what well, made me what love made you love the other characters? Great question. Well, I'll be happy to answer. Um, so when I first started playing Genshin Impact, I had uh, let's see, the Traveler, Kaya, Amber, and Bennett on my team, but none of them were like a great main DPS at AR five or anything. And I also had Noelle from the free banner that you get in the beginning. Now, I guess this isn't super fun. I'm not really vibing with any of these characters. They don't do a whole lot of damage. Noelle's shield is useful, but like, I don't know. I'm just not having a button. And I got Razor, and I really loved his playstyle. His um, Claymore combo is straightforward. It's just like across, and then up, and then down, and then down again. Uh, his abilities are really fun. They did a lot of damage. Um, I really thought the way the fourth hit of his combo launched him into the air was super cute. Um... I was like, wow, he's just the the weight of the claymore is just so throwing him. I, um, but what really sold me was when I cooked his special meal for the first time, the puppy paw hash brown. And it said something like, you can really feel the effort he put into making human cooking. And I'm like, oh my god, you can really feel the effort he made to put made he put into making human cooking. That's and when he sits, his feet dangle off the ground. And um, I didn't notice at first, but he has a little earring, and I think that's so funny because like, who pierced his ears? The wolves. And um, the face scar is cute. And I saw like some somebody who like hacked his model to show that the marks on his arms aren't actually scars. That he has like this wolf tattoo on his body somehow. It's like who put that there? The wolves. Um, and I thought his outfit was so funny too because it's got all these little jingly bits on it. And then his story quest, he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm hunting." And you uh, showed up and the ruined everything and we're not gonna eat tonight i'm like how are you gonna how are you gonna say that when you got little clips belts buckles and like neck teeth necklaces all over your outfit like you have to like i'm how do the animals not hear you coming a mile away and his friendship 10 name card's really cute too because he's like yeah um razor the other wolves tries not razor tries not tries not to let clee and the traveler see him and so you just like eat raw meat and you're fine with this and also in the um summer event uh i thought it was so funny that he smell something and jumped directly off the dragon like a mile in the air and he was fine how do you smell like a metal thing a mile in the air and decide that your best course of action is to jump off of a dragon and also his voice lines are really cute i looked them all up when i got him because i thought he was nice and oh, i'm talking for a reason uh, i'm talking Simp. about it for five minutes right? oh i'm not simping for him he's that's my son it'd be weird Fair enough. <laughs> uh, another question. Sorry, you can people can keep asking me questions. I could talk about Razor for the remaining five minutes. Um, what made you become more? What active made me start to be more active in the server? 
And is it because I became best friends with Moist? Obviously. Um, if I hadn't become besties with Moist. Definitely. And that's why I'm active too, because Moist is my best friend and he's the nicest person <laughs> that I know. And no other. And Moist person. likes horror movies with me, which is super cool. And he has Jackbox Party Pack 7, which I don't have. So cool. Um, but no, the reason I became active in this server is around the 50k event, I they were doing some kind of event and like that's I, I joined like right before the 50k event started. Um and I just joined the Northland Bank team because I like Scaramouche and I'm like, okay, this team is related to Scaramouche, I guess. But I didn't pay attention for like the first two weeks or something like that. And then I got a ping that's like we need one person to play Madverse City right now like in five minutes now like oh i love madverse city i'll play and then not realizing that this was an event and i'd be representing all 900 members of my team um so i got in there and there was a bunch of rules and someone's like okay don't reveal your identity i'm gonna dm you a secret name and you're gonna have to do this this and this so I was like, what is going on this is secure why are there people watching this happen what's going on so and um i almost won i won the second game but we, there were two rounds of madverse city and i got dethroned in the final round because my little robot rap wasn't as good as the other ones but in the second game i took home first with a huge by a huge margin and that's how i became the original mvp of the server because i carried northland bank when no one else would seriously it was the biggest team and there were like 12 people active in there maybe less and so that was a nightmare no it was really fun the audience bad time but like a lot of fun participating in a lot of the events and making friends with people and i had so much fun that's why i joined the art team in the end too because i was like well i had a lot of fun in this event and it's ending now but i guess i'll join the art team so i can like continue having a reason to be active in here and here i am now six months later fair enough for the, and for those of you who are listening you, you should try playing mold in draw.io it, it, it's scribblio or was it scribblio scribblio draw.io is the program i used <laughs> I use for uh... in Scriblio. Everyone is like, we can't let Mold win. You can't let Mold win. All right, so I'm gonna. I'm DC. I'm gonna draw the most confusing thing in the world. I'm gonna spend forty hey. games drawing like a picture Look. of a water bottle, and then it in the last, picture, sense. I'm gonna draw like a computer laptop over here, uh, and that's the All one. Right? You gotta use your imagination. Here. <laughs> I'm not gonna give away the answer. You know, straight up. Of course, you like have to put that. the clues together. Exactly. I'm going to put some clues together and only the people who react the fastest, you know, will will survive. Or you can be like Wust and guess chimpanzee based on a brown scribble. Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes that sometimes that happens. All right, in any case, I think that's about it. So we're going to end it here for today. Um, Mold, once again, thank you so much for coming on, um, for your rerun. I hope everybody Thanks enjoyed for having that. me. And Thanks Cypher, for coming, Mold. We all yeah, love Cy you. Yeah, Cypher, thank you so much for coming. I know it's a busy schedule, and I know yeah, it's it's your difficulties and everything of that sort, but I really appreciate that you could come today. Thanks for the, thanks for the opportunity. And that <laughs> wraps up. Yeah, that wraps up the podcast. Thank you all so much for listening in. I know it's an odd hours. You make it whenever you can, but I really appreciate all of you. We'll be having a regular episode next week. Stay tuned for that announcement. Thank you all. Have a good morning. Have a good afternoon. And have a good night. Bye, Bye. all.